Welcome back to the podcast. Hopefully you guys out there are having a great day. I know I am. I'm having a really spectacular day because um, because I got my passport done. And what happened was uh, I got like it redone or whatever. It needs to be expired or something. So I, I had to go redo that. And, um, and, and I got like three hours in the car with my mom because a lot of back and forth and we were also running errands so I figured you know, I'm gonna take a break from work and just spend time with my mom and just talk and we did and it was awesome it was really amazing and now I have three hours extra of work to do but it's worth it completely and totally and by the way if you don't know who I am I'm a 19 year old entrepreneur businessman who started an e-commerce business selling beats to rappers beat packs things like that and um yeah, and it's going pretty well. I had one sales call today. I can't believe I messed it up. Like, it's so unbelievably stupid how I messed this one up. I forgot. Like, he said an objection, and I was like, oh, I don't have an answer for that one. And I did have an answer for that one. It was, uh, like, the authority. Like, it's not up to me. I'm going to go talk to my guys about it. And I didn't have uh, – I had an answer for it, too. But anyway, so basically it's like first thing I wanted to talk about, we're going to hop right in. Let's go into the topics. First thing I wanted to talk about was do we actually become like a different version of ourselves when we evolve, when we move forward? Is it is that a different version of ourselves, the one in the past, you know? Because I was thinking about this and I was actually talking to this about uh, to my mom because I was like, you know, I've, I've been through some weird, weird situations. And in those situations, there were certain mindsets and certain problems that were at the forefront of my brain. So now, looking back on those, with now those problems are way in the back of my brain, and I can't even think about it. You know what I mean? I can't even comprehend some of these ideas that I had. It just all feels so useless. Right? It feels so... I feel so detached. You know, I feel so detached from everything that I was. Not everything that I was, but a lot of what I was. And it feels like a different person. And to a certain extent, was it? Right? I mean, if you could have a conversation with 12-year-old, 13-year-old, 14-year-old you, right? What would it look like? You'd be you'd be astounded that that even was you, I, I think. At least with me, I, I think that if I were to talk to young me, I would be shocked. At, not at how similar we are, but our differences. I'd be like, damn, we really disagree on a lot. Huh. I can't believe I ever was you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you know, I can't believe I ever thought like that. Especially me. I was very hard-headed when I was younger. So, still am. And and so that would be such a... So I'd play such a backseat to that idea that I was like, that I don't know what I would do. I, I really don't. I, I don't know what I would find myself becoming. When I was that young, I don't know what I would have thought I would become. You know, and doing my passport was so interesting because it was April 2019. I had done my passport last. And um, to think about that kid... 2019 was a very big year for me in my head. It was a very, very, very big year. It wasn't a year you just passed by. It was a year that was life-changing. Yeah, life, totally and completely life-changing. And 
these days I I look back at it as something that's not to say you know harsh it's not something that's harsh or anything I look back on it as something that's like what a useless <laughs> what a useless time like what a useless person I was I mean like, who cares about that guy and I look at the picture of me in in the passport I see it and I'm like what a kid. You know what I mean? I, I, it made me smile. It made me really wonder. Maybe we do become different people almost. Just It's like as if five different people went through the, the same experiences. We, we would relate on certain things, me and young me, but it's so different. I'm so detached that there are problems that I forgot that I was going through. Weird, right? Um, another thing is, I mean, me and my brother were reading... The musical Roadshow, and we were reading the lyrics to Roadshow, and it's, I mean, a fantastic musical, very niche, but fantastic, and we were reading, going through the lyrics, and it was so good that me and him both stopped and said, this is, this has got to be, this is what perfection at a craft looks like, you know what I mean, and me and my brother were both big musical fans, we were since we were kids, and now we start watching niche stuff. And not only now, for the last, I would say, five years or so, we've gone through the very, 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 very famous stuff. Now we're moving on to the more niche musicals, the more, the more, the shows that really resonate with us. And Roadshow is one of those because it's, it's, it's about entrepreneurs, right? It's about these two entrepreneurs, the Myers and her brothers, and how they're going through life and, how Stephen Sondheim, which, you know, the best at what he did, he he understands the flow of lyrics and the, the crash. Yeah, the crash and the flow, right? It's kind of like surfing, right, when you crash and the water crashes on you and you're just like, ah. We get like that sometimes. That can be a metaphor for stress or just the crash and... It's still not just going to be beautiful music that's in 4-4, four, four, which is basically means 1, 2, 3, 4. It's not going to be like that, right? It would be like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. I can't, it would be like really weird. Your, your heart skips a beat. You know what I mean? You can create justified meanings for all these lyrics and music, whereas with music that you listen to on the fly, it's always going to be sound nice, like pop music pretty much. Um, always going to sound nice and always going to sound clear because they're articulating one point. That doesn't serve anything else besides that point. Whereas the, the songs in the musical serve the story. And like I said, it's so much more difficult. And still, the perfection at this craft. It's like when you see somebody do a double backflip. Look it up on the internet. Someone doing a double backflip. You and me can't do one. This guy can do double. Yeah. A double backflip. Can you believe that? I know. <laughs> It's unbelievable though. You see these guys and you're like, what is happening? <laughs> you're like, I, some people just perfect their craft so much that I can't even bother looking at them. You know what I mean? In the first place, we're comparing myself to them. I can just watch enamored at their abilities. And I think Stephen Sondheim was one of those people, you know? Another topic I wanted to talk about was in Succession, season three of Succession. Which I've not rewatched. I rewatched Succession while I produced um about probably about a month ish ago, and um, so I 
I was watching it. I was not watching. I was remembering season three, the season I didn't rewatch it, season three and four. And in that season, there's this line that's so interesting. Or maybe it's in four. I think it's in four. He's talking to his kids and a character, let's say, right? And he's this big entrepreneur and he's talking to his kids who are spoiled brats. You know what I mean? And they're all joking around, whatever. And he looks at them and he's like, you're not serious people. You're just not serious. And it's not to say that everything's serious because the opposite of this point would be that everything's a comedy show, right? Everything in life, it's just a comedy show. All these things we say and we do, it seems serious, but from a different perspective, it can be funny. So which is true. Do you want to be a serious person? Should you be a serious person? Should I be serious? Or should it just be a comedy show? And it obviously, just like everything, depends. Case by case, right? At least in my opinion, it, it depends. I think it's pretty evident that it does depend. And, and so moving forward, we see, I think of it as, I think of people in kind of like groupings in my mind. And I think that's how most people see people. It's like, there's a research about this for sure. But that I think I read when I was younger where we see people, our memories work as groupings of mine. They're a part of that group. They're a part of that group. And some people I meet are just unbelievably serious people. And they're serious about what they say. Others... Or a joke, right? And this is the difference between the idea of a comedy show. If everything's a comedy show, you could still be a serious person. At least this is what I've learned. Is that I could still be a serious person while looking at everything as it doesn't matter. Because a lot of this doesn't. A lot of this is just for gazing. You know, it's not really real. It's like, yeah, whatever. It can be life-changing. But what does that mean in the grand scheme of time? You know what I mean? You're just like, it's a comedy show. Yeah, you know? And, and whereas serious people, it doesn't quite contrast the comedy show. It's just more as when I say something, I'm going to do it. Serious people are trustworthy people. People who are a joke say things that are outlandish and sometimes sound like they know what they're talking about, but they don't. Right? They, they do not know what they're talking about. And... I remember when I was a joke, and this leads me into a very interesting story. It's story time. Buckle in for this one. I was younger, and I was a big guitar head. I really loved Guitar Hero, and I loved playing guitar, which was honestly easier than Guitar Hero, right? And I was playing guitar one day, and I would play guitar with my music track, and I forgot exactly how this happened. Ooh, this is how it happened, if I'm not mistaken. It happened where I was looking up Watch Mojo top 10 hardest songs to play on guitar for guitarists, obviously. And um, number 10 was Snow A.O. by Red Hot Chili Peppers, which is just not true. It's not the top 10 hardest songs to play. It's a very hard song, but not that hard. Um, and then Master of Puppets was somewhere in there, which is also a very difficult song. It's like five or six. And Through the Fire and the Flames, I think, was like one. Now, this is where the story really begins. Because in the song Through the Fire and the Flames, if you've never heard of this song or you've never, uh, yeah, if you've never heard it in general, it's by this band called Dragon Force, which you already know what is going to happen when you hear the name Dragon Force. 
right? You already know what's going down. Um, it's about to be some wild shit. You know what I mean? Okay, so I'm listening to Dragon Force. I was I was very obsessed with the guitar part. And it's all tremolo. So tremolo basically means... It sounds like one sound that's like... Right? It's tremolo is just nonstop. I don't know the exact definition, but... From what I understand, it's basically just on guitar at least. You know what I mean? And um, so you play in these wild... I mean, it's so difficult to play on guitar. And the solos are like... You know what I mean? It's all that quick. And as I'm listening, I listen to the lyrics and the vocals. And I try to sing along with it. And the pre-chorus and chorus are so... Hit me so deep in my my heart and in my core really you know what i mean that it really brought me back to this depression that i was once in not depression per se but me thinking that i was in a place i didn't want to be because i did things i wanted to do right and ironically when you do things that you want to do you get to a place that you don't want to get isn't that interesting at least for me when i did things i wanted to do basically my urges impulses all that i ended up in a place that was 10x impulse urge. I realized I didn't actually want those impulses and urges. I didn't want them long term. I only wanted them short term. Right? But life doesn't really give you an option. It kind of just throws itself at you. And you just got to scramble. And I did. I, just, I scrambled. So that song is a line, a specific line that's um, the winds of our dreams. So far beyond reality, and I couldn't even think of this world that I was in. I wanted to live so far beyond reality, and one of the reasons why, <laughs> because this kid I really didn't like. He would he would get every. I used to theater a lot, so he would get every um, big lead or part in a show that I would want. And not only that, he had the girl I want. Right. So how pissed do you think I was? I didn't want to be in this reality. I wanted to be in some other kid's shoes. Another kid that was going to parties and had power and could just say, what are you going to do about it, right? This is what I wanted, but what I got was this reality of conflict. I wanted to do theater. I liked theater. I liked that girl. I wanted to do that girl. <laughs> that was funny how that worked. But, uh, yeah, I wanted to do that girl, right? But, but. Although I wanted to do theater, and I didn't, I didn't know what the outcome was going to be, and I didn't want to see what the outcome was going to be, because I knew that it could be dangerous, and same with the girl. I was scared. I knew that the outcome could be dangerous. The outcome could bring like death. It was that level of stakes. Right? Obviously, I knew that that wasn't going to happen. I wasn't a fucking idiot, but I did know that what it can bring. And what rejection can bring is a week of sadness, right? Uh, or not even a week, eternal sadness, right? A backpack that we carry of embarrassment to ourselves, not even to other people, to ourselves. And embarrassment brings shame and all these things that are as scary as death itself. So I dream of a place beyond my dreams. Beyond the winds of our dreams. I think that's the line. Winds. It's like as if our dreams have winds. Yeah. 
the winds of our dreams so far beyond reality and it's amazing right it's amazing to think that that's what I wanted and really I mean, a full circle meaning would really be that if we how do we completely rid ourselves of doubt and and can we completely rid ourselves of doubt because doubt is one of those things that comes and goes and comes and goes and comes and goes and we think that that's what it is or I thought that's what it was but actually what it is it stays you're just not working hard enough if I worked hard enough I would realize that doubt was there the entire time I've just ignored it so much and only did one hour a day two hours a day three hours a day that I didn't get to my 10 hours my eight hours even my six hours to the point where I got to an uncomfortable amount and I didn't want to keep going anymore but I did anyway ah doubt creeps in doubt creeps in you talk to somebody on the phone I talk to somebody on the phone that doesn't believe in my product doesn't believe in my idea doubt creeps in right because I haven't built enough proof yet if someone argued with me if I can get another 50 days or not it would be it wouldn't even affect me emotionally but the fact that I haven't even gotten a product yet the fact that I haven't even I haven't even set up this I haven't even set up these cornerstones of my business make me go well this is going to this is a bad i is a bad idea you know what I mean? That this is this is not going to work. I, and I have doubt, and really the opposite of doubt, the the thing that fights doubt off, is hope. Right? Every action has its equal opposite reaction, and the act of doubting yourself is the opposite of that. Would be having hope. This will work. And I was um. This leads me into uh something that happened today, which was very interesting. It happened about five hours ago, probably. I um, I found this millionaire on LinkedIn. I really wanted, I was really interested in him and I found his phone number, so I called him. And I was just like, hey man, I'm 19 years old. I'm, I'm someone who started an e-commerce business, someone who's starting to sell to people and I wanna know what, what your advice would be. Right, so what do you have? Right, what's your best? And he's like, I don't know enough about you, so I tell him more about exactly what I'm doing. And he gets me. He says he's gonna try to get me in contact with people at Def Jam Records, which I'm like, that that's unbelievable. Thank you. Um, and put my name in there, but you guys know it's not really what I care about. I don't want to be signed or anything like that, but but I do want to make a friend. You know, I. I want to make a friend really badly. I want to make connections. Right? And, and and talk to people who who know what they're talking about. And what he told me was so interesting. He told me just to keep doing what I'm doing. Keep giving more than you take. And eventually it'll pay off. Right? And it will. Like don't don't even doubt it. It will. Right? And that gave me what? That gave me hope. That gave me hope that there's a place 
where I can actually make this work, right? It's like, isn't that, isn't it unbelievable that this can actually work? I, I was so enamored at myself. I was like, isn't this, isn't this something that's so, it's so useful to, to have in my life, hope. But just as it affected me with the hope, when that guy didn't believe in my product, that rapper, the doubt creeped in. And I I just, I couldn't. I couldn't deal with it anymore. I, I really couldn't. So now we move forward. And between the fight of hope and doubt, we do the work for neither. Right? Not only do we do the work for neither, it affects the work. What's the percentage that it affects the work? Zero. Zero percent. We just keep going. Just keep going. All right. So on that note, I'm going to end the podcast here. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. And if you did, consider tuning into another episode. I post these pretty much every day or I try to. So um, see you guys tomorrow.